Hey, hey, feasters, Jason or Rez, if you'd like, and I'm answering your questions so that you can get past the bumps in the road to building a profitable freelance business. And I am super thankful and psyched to be able to have this opportunity to talk to you today on this 50th episode of the Ask Rez podcast. When I first started this podcast, I wasn't sure where it would take me or where it would go and if there would be enough questions to answer, but evidently there are. So I'm super psyched to be a part of it. Um, and it's all because of you guys. You're asking me questions, so I'm answering them for you. So I'm super psyched to be here. So thank you for that. So let's dive into it, right? And to mark this epic occasion, right? I think the best question to answer is how to start freelancing. So this is such a broad topic in and of itself. And I wrote a lengthy blog post um, on how to start freelancing successfully, because I think that's really what it comes down to, right? It's not just starting freelancing, because I think everybody can start freelancing. It's to start it and continue doing it successfully to reach your goals that you want to reach. So <clears throat> you can go ahead and go to my website, res.com, and look on the bottom to the definitive guide to start freelancing successfully. It's right there, right on just about every page of my website because it's a really in-depth article and it branches and deep dives into a lot of different topics there. Um, so this to stay on point, right? This I'm going to talk about basically six different steps in this episode. And each step is going to have two or three points to it, right? The first thing you want to talk about, what we want to talk about is mindset, right? Know why you're doing freelancing in the first place. This is going to be a ton of work for you, right? And without that mindset, that focus, always in front of your face, you're going to lose track of everything and find yourself really struggling with the feast or famine cycle pretty quickly. Next thing you want to do is try a number of different things, right? Don't worry about, you know, a lot of us get that imposter syndrome, right? Don't, don't let your head get to the best of you sometimes, right? All you need to do is be a bit better than your clients, right? Know something a little bit more than what your clients know. And, and that'll go a long way for you. And finally, inside of this mindset topic is if you're just starting out, practice your people skills before the technical skills, right? We always lean back on the technical stuff, but business is about people. And take it from me, when I struck out on my own for the first time, I found myself going back and getting a full-time job because of all the other things outside of the technical skills. Business is about the people-to-people -people relationship, and you want your relationship with your clients to be solid, and you want your personalities to mesh well. The second step is figuring out your service. Right? You want to be able to identify what you can solve for businesses. Right? If you have a knowledge in a particular subject and can write well, let's say, then you might want to find websites of that certain subject or topic that have a terrible blog or no blog at all and pitch them on writing articles for them, right? Um, <clears throat> remember, as I said before, you only need to be a little bit more knowledgeable in something than your leads, right? When I first started out in the early 2000s, 
I had a skill set in building websites, right? Very general. But at that time, the web was a place that businesses looked at at having websites, like having a pool in your backyard. It was nice to have, and you would stand out from your competitors, but most businesses didn't want to spend the resources, time and money, to figure out how to get themselves online. So they would go ahead and look to me to do that for them when they had essentially disposable cash. The third point is to think about being successful, right? Don't just worry about getting money in quickly, right? You need to be profitable and first and foremost, right? To be successful, you need to be profitable. So track everything you do from sales to fulfillment. Track that time. Once you've identified your service, right, uh, you'll want to set a price point, right? Most start off working hourly, which is what I started off with. But before too long, you're going to want to start thinking about moving towards maybe value price, value-based pricing or productized pricing where your time isn't tied to your income. Remember, I know for whatever that reason is you started freelancing in the first place, it wasn't because you wanted to work more. And if you can identify your service that solves a problem for someone, can you turn that into recurring revenue client, right? By setting some monthly price point and continuously doing work for them and provide residual value to that business. The next point is that I want to talk about is starting early, right? Get yourself a project or two under your belt quickly so that you not just have a bit of a portfolio base, but you will learn quickly about building a business relationship and all of the things that are involved with that. For each project, let's say, also create a case study by documenting the problem your client has and how your service will solve that for them. And then finally, be careful about who you bring on as those early clients. Even if they're willing to pay you, make sure that they are a good fit for you personality-wise, maybe even business-wise, right, industry-wise. Have some sort of common ground with them and make sure that they're going to allow you to showcase your work that you do for them. The fifth point is, is take care of your clients. Go above and beyond right? The bar, unfortunately, for freelancing is set pretty low. So even if you're just starting out, you could stand out from that flaky freelancer that's already out there and be able to do things in a way that they don't, right? One such way is to over-communicate, right? Another way is to onboard your clients, right? Tell them that each week you're going to be reaching out to them with updates until that project is complete, right? Setting clear expectations to your clients goes so well with helping them navigate the project and understand all of the aspects that will make this project successful. It'll also help in minimizing any of those difficult conversations that may happen, and they will happen. The final piece is marketing, right? I know as a freelancer myself, I'm very introverted, but marketing is, is something you have to do. My friend Chris Ducker, who I had on the Live in the Feast podcast, you go check that out at res.com slash podcast, always says you have to be seen to sell. And let me explain what he means here. Don't think that 
you have to give the shirt off your back to get a gig. Don't take on every single job that's willing to pay you something just to do it. Believe me, in order to accelerate your freelance business, sticking to your price, your service, and who you serve well will make you successful. All the rest will just eat away at your soul and profits and will make you feel like you're just on a treadmill. And bottom line, it won't make you that go-to person, right? Chris talks about being seen to sell. He talks about being able to build that influence. To build the influence and become that go-to person in your space, you need to be able to stick to your guns and do what you do well. Next thing in marketing is, is to set up that proper system, whether that's a blog, an email list, or on a platform of your choice, right? Facebook or Google, uh, Facebook or YouTube. Although building a business on rented land isn't something I would suggest, but you want to be able to be in the public eye to talk about what you do to potential clients, right? And allow them an avenue to reach out to you to discuss work. And finally, scheduling in that time to do all the things, right? Not just the client work, but the sales and marketing, the follow-ups, the client communication, the documentation of everything that you do. Learn from the mistakes that I made and <laughs> at the very beginning, right? Don't find yourself having to go back and get another job, right? All of these things will set you up for success and allow you to stand out from the crowd. Most freelancers don't, they just don't do the work that it takes to run a successful freelance business. That's why the term flaky freelancer exists. It's why you hear freelancers talk all the time about the feast or famine cycle. Follow these steps and that will set the foundation for you in order to really level up your game to specialization and recurring revenue. You'll start to see patterns and gaps in the market that you can fill. You'll become that go-to person that people talk about when it comes down to the services that you offer. And bottom line, you'll stay out of the famine and live in the feast. So if you have a question, ask Rez, that's me, by dropping me a tweet, an email, or go ahead and leave your question in a comment on iTunes. You can go to res.com slash iTunes and I'll be happy to answer it there. So until next time, it's your time to live in the feast.